SFFYA listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future. Our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy, because one show every two weeks is never enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington. I'm recording on October 7th, and today I am talking about indigenous science fiction and fantasy, uh, specifically North American uh, Native and Indigenous writers in honor of Indigenous Peoples Day which here in the U.S. was on October 10th. It's in the future when I'm recording, but it'll be in your past because time travel is real when we're podcasting. Uh, Before we get into my picks, let us hear from our sponsor. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, y'all. So I'm just straight up cheating. Like, it's 100% a cheat. I'm going to talk about five titles real fast because I feel like it and nobody can stop me. So here we are. (laughs) I've selected an assortment of speculative titles by Native and Indigenous authors um, from North America who I think y'all should really check out. If you haven't already, we'll start with a near future story, Moon of the Crested Snow by Wabgeshek Rice. And this is so good. I mean, it is a classic trope, right? There's a small community. They are in the northernmost part of Canada. Um, it's an Anishinaabe community. And they're used to being isolated from the rest of the world. But, you know, they have radio, they have TV, like they have telephones, you know, they're in touch with the outside world. But then all of a sudden, all of those communication lines go dead. And is it just a storm? Is it something more? The plot unfolds from there. It is quietly tense and chilling. It's so good. And I think it's so important because it is a completely different perspective on this like civilization is crumbling what do we do trope that is really informed by the traditions of the Anishinaabe community in question so amazing again moon of the crested snow by Wabgesha Grice for my you know mid-apocalypse fans Um, And then for an amazing blend of contemporary life with fantasy, I have to shout out Ilatsoe by Darcy Little Badger. It was illustrated by Ravina Kai. And oh, this book is so great. It's in America. That's like very recognizable, you know, very mundane, normal teenage life, except for this America. You know, all of the magic and monsters and legends are real. 
all of them. We've got vampires. We've got, you know, ghosts. We've got ghost animals. We've got fairy rings. We've got uh, just a all of the magic and mystery and mayhem. Um, and Alatsoe, our main character, has the skill of raising the ghosts of dead animals, which is part of her uh, Lipan Apache heritage. And her cousin is murdered, and nobody seems to want to look into it. Uh, and so she decides that she's going to take matters into her own hands. And this, again, is an amazing like beautiful world to play around in. I love a fantasy world that is just like a step over from our own. And Little Badger does that so well here. Um, Alatsue, you know, super relatable teenage character. Off to, you know, Nancy Drew with magic, a mystery, um, a murder. And I particularly love the way that all of these different magical traditions compete and meld and, you know, influence each other in this world that Little Badger has imagined. So, yeah, super fantastic, especially if you like our world, but with a magical twist. Again, that is Elatsoe by Darcy Little Badger, illustrated by Ravina Kai. The illustrations are gorgeous, side note. And then from the realm of, like, what even, like, how do I even begin to describe this book to you? Is Future Home of the Living God by Louise Erdrich. This book is so strange, y'all. It is the what it like, you know, we're five years out from when it was published, and it is still one of the strangest books I've ever read. Um, it does take place in a our world, but with a twist. Uh, it's like, I don't know, an alternative future, maybe is the right way to say it. Evolution is like running backwards. So now all of a sudden we have like pteranodons and women are giving birth to babies that appear to be more like Cro-Magnon or Neanderthal than modern Homo sapiens. And Obviously, everybody is very freaked out and concerned. Um, pregnant people are monitored very closely and like people are like rounding them up to try to like figure out what's going on. And it's very dicey to be pregnant in this timeline, which, of course, our main character, Cedar Hawk Songmaker, is. And uh, she is like trying to figure out, you know, how to exist in this upheaval. Um, she was adopted by white parents and she's like understandably concerned about, you know, giving birth and like what is her gonna, baby going to be like. And part of that is that she doesn't know much about her birth mother or her birth family's genetic history. So she goes off on a quest to find her birth mother that then, you know, goes in all of these strange directions. It is... Very stressful. I do not recommend reading it if you are pregnant because, whew, like, you have enough to worry about. You don't need this in your head. But I really, I just, I find it, like, just a gobsmackingly weird and thoughtful and interesting read. I still don't even know if I, like, liked it. But I'm so glad I read it. And I can't resist recommending it to other people because, like... It's just so strange and it's such a trip. And I think that's valuable in and of itself, um, but especially because Erdrich is such a good writer. Like, wow. Uh, and yeah, it's really weird, y'all. And I think that 
it's worth reading. So if you're up for a really wild, weird ride, again, that's Future Home of the Living God by Louise Erdrich. Uh, rolling right along, I couldn't not give you an epic fantasy to get excited about. So we're going to talk for a minute about Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse. This is the first book in the Between Earth and Sky series, which I am current on. I have read the sequel. Book number three is coming out next year, I believe, hopefully. Um, I'm so ready for book number three. And this is the series for everybody who wants like a more internationally grounded sort of Game of Thrones. Like there's politics and there's backstabbing and there's lots of violence. And, you know, it is not a safe world for most people in it, particularly not our main characters, uh, one of whom it was like deliberately mutilated by his mother as a child to make him uh, sort of a vessel for this god who they are trying to bring back. Um, another character, uh, Siala, is like has a secret and uh, can influence water. She's got some water magic going on. She's also like a hard drinking, sort of gruff, always in trouble sea captain, which is, you know, a combination I personally cannot resist. Um, we have all kinds of political shenanigans, travel from one place to another, who's manipulating who, who's going to come out, who's trying to murder somebody, like assassinations and all of this jazz. Um, and Roanhorse has taken so many different uh you know, elements of pre-Columbian Americas, um, plus some more. I think there's like some Polynesian influences in there or some other things as well. So Ron Horse is drawing from this huge sort of, you know, global feel and making it her own. And it's so immersive. It's so interesting. Um, I just was totally swept away by the world building in this and just like want to roll around in it forever. Um, I think people who love The Wheel of Time, Game of Thrones, Mistborn by Brandon Sanderson, like if you love a big epic fantasy world, you must pick up this series. Uh, so again, the first book is Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse. And then, you know, if you've been here for a minute, y'all know that horror is not my specialty. <laughs> However, and this is like really a cheat because this is supposed to be backlist, right? But like, whatever. I'm cheating today all over the place. It's fine. I wanted to give everyone something to look forward to. Because there's an anthology collection coming in fall of 2023. It's called Never Whistle at Night. The editor is Shane Hawk. And it is specifically uh, horror from indigenous perspectives. The um, Oh, it's co-edited. Sorry. Uh, Shane Hawk and Theodore C. Van Alst Jr. Uh, and the, the current contributor lineup includes names that you might recognize. We've got Cherie Dimmeline, who we've talked about. Darcy Little Badger, who I literally just talked about. Uh, Webgeisha Grice, who I also just talked about. I mean, there's authors that you're going to know and then ones that I personally don't know already. And I'm excited to discover, although again, like how far will I be able to get into it is an open question, but I'm pretty excited about it. It sounds great, and I'm glad that it's going to exist, especially for all those horror fans out there, and I can't wait to see what that ends up looking like. 
And that's uh, that's what I've got for you today. It's a lot of uh, books where we normally just give you two, but I got carried away when I was prepping for this show, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> so, you know, happy Indigenous Peoples Day, uh, belatedly, to everyone. Go and pick up these books. We also have a great post on site of speculative books by Indigenous authors. I will link to it in the show notes. It will give you even more options. All right, that's well. We'll wrap it up there. Uh, so SFF yeah is sound edited by Caitlin Brame. Many thanks to her for helping make us sound great each and every episode. Thank you all for listening, regardless of my cheating at themes. Um, if you would like to email us, you can do that SFF yeah at bookriot.com. We always love to see those. Uh, you can review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Podchaser. That also is great. We love to see that. Um, and in between shows, you can find us online. I am sporadically on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.